So this is how we hack like any sort of shifting or transformation in this. We drop the person that we've been acting as and we pretend, okay, because it doesn't feel like us at first, but we pretend to be somebody else. And we start asking ourselves, okay, if I was somebody who no longer stressed about the scale, how would she act right now? Or how would he act right now? If I was somebody who no longer obsessed about food, would they get the low calorie option? Or would they get the option that they truly desire? Okay, we, we start embodying this person now so that we, we get accustomed to this new identity. And that's how we slowly start to bridge the gap between the struggle that we're in, the identity that we're in, and who we wanna become. Hey you, welcome to the Let's Get em podcast. I am your host, Emily Bott, an emotional wellness coach on a mission to end the struggle with food and our bodies. I am a firm believer that our lives are as good as we make them, and the obsession with food and our looks is no longer cutting it. This podcast is for you if you want to remember that you are more than a number on a scale or a gene size. So if you are ready to reconnect with who you genuinely are through relatable, practical, and spiritual tips, then I'm your girl. Remember, I've got your back and you've got mine. We are all on our self-love journeys together, so let's get them. Welcome to this podcast episode. Today, we're going to get into the three growth inhibitors, basically the three main blocks you have to your healing journey of truly healing your relationship to food and your body. And I'm going to touch on these three aspects as well as how to to overcome them, how to seriously shift and transform them in very tangible ways, very tangible action steps and questions that you get to ask yourself so that you can really leave this podcast episode feeling as though you've gotten value from it. Really quick, this episode is brought to you by Embody. That is my one-on-one coaching program for you. If you are sick and tired of living for the scale, for the number on your jeans, or the obsession of calories, nobody deserves to, to live in a place where they are hating their body, berating it in the gym, or perhaps you're stuck in a cycle of binging, restricting, binging, restricting, and you have no idea how to get out. I promise you, I promise you that you are absolutely able to to come out of whatever you're struggling with sometimes all we need is a little bit of help a little bit of support somebody to hold your hand through this journey because i know that sometimes it can get tough so if you are interested if you feel called if you are ready to say goodbye to suffering and just hello to living because that is our literal birthright then you are exactly right for this program and you are meant to hear these words there are only two spots left, so if this is something that you feel called to do, please feel free to reach out. Do not hesitate and go to my Instagram or the show notes to click the link in my bio and apply. The clients that I have worked with in the past have told me that they are happier now than they've ever been in their body, that they are no longer constantly obsessing over food. And I even had one client that she could never go back to the life, the suffering that she was living with before. Her struggle with food is a distant memory. So again, guys, do not hesitate. You absolutely deserve this freedom. I I truly believe that for you, for every single person listening. So as always, feel free to reach out. So without further ado, let's just head right into this episode right now. 
So let's just get into the three blocks to your healing journey, why you are staying stuck with your relationship to food and your body, and really how we can hack these, right? How we can genuinely start asking the right questions, how we can shift our energetics, our emotional standpoints, so that we can really heal through these and come out the other side so much stronger and, and it's just so much more belief in ourselves. So the three growth inhibitors or the three blocks to your healing journey are as follows. The first one is you are fearing your identity loss. So this is really so ironic because a lot of times when I get on calls, um, you know, we're talking through some things with my clients and I'm like, okay, so what are you genuinely afraid of? Because there's always fear behind why when we're not acting or doing something. And oftentimes they say, what is it going to mean if I lose my small body? What are people going to think of me if I gain weight? Or, oh my goodness, if I heal, if I, if I find happiness and contentment, contentment excuse me, within myself, I'm no longer that victim. Like, what does that mean? Who am I? When suddenly we are no longer seen as a person we've always been, our egos tend to freak out. I remember when I was first um, choosing to gain weight, you know, purposely, and I remember thinking, okay, like I'm about to quote unquote lose the fit identity that I've had, the skinny identity that I've had for so long, and not necessarily by other people, but by my, my own personal view, right? Because it really doesn't matter what others think. We think that's what matters to us, but it's actually just our perception. It's what we think how others perceive us as. So if we think people are thinking negatively of us, we tend to act out those manifestations. It's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy, but we don't realize that we're doing it. <laughs> so when we have this, uh, this block to our healing journey, we're really afraid of losing an identity. So this identity has kept us stuck in our, in our struggle because it feels safe. It feels certain. Now, what I mean by that is um, it doesn't feel good. Right? I don't want you guys to get that confused, but what I mean, it feels safe, it feels certain, it's our minds, our egos like things that we've already experienced. Right, That's how our, our neural makeup works. So anything that we are accustomed to, whether that's anxiety, whether that's hating our bodies, whether that's fearing food, it's so much easier for us to go down that route and to choose a different one because our brains are, are, are primed to do that. And the thing about identities is it gives our egos, our minds, some form or some way to act out or to be. It's almost like a guidebook. So it's almost that thing, you know, when you just start like a new role or let's say you just get married or you just have a kid or maybe you just go to school or something. It, it feels weird at first, right? Like it's almost like you're playing, you're playing house or you're playing a role. Like it doesn't actually feel like you because you have a new identity. And your mind hasn't really gotten used to, to how it's supposed to be. It doesn't really have that guidebook yet. And that's what happens when we start to heal our relationship to our body because suddenly we're stepping into this version of ourselves who is like so much more empowered, so much more in, in touch with who they are and, and their hunger and their fullness cues and just really in tune with their body and their heart and their soul, right? Because it's all important. And we, we start to lose that old internal bully that old voice within us who has been running the game for so long and when we are losing or when we are losing an identity the, the, the 
biggest thing, the biggest fear there is not knowing who to be all of a sudden, how to be, what, what's your identity? So my one little hack for this is ask yourself, okay, I'm going to shatter my old identity so that I can step into a new empowering one. So be clear on who you want to be. Choose that version of yourself who is healed, let's say, whatever that means for you, who is, is showing up to their, to their life really powerfully, not controlled by food and their body. And start to embody that version now. So this is how we hack like any sort of shifting or transformation in us. We drop the person that we've been acting as and we pretend, okay, because it doesn't feel like us at first, but we pretend to be somebody else. And we start asking ourselves, okay, if I was somebody who no longer stressed about the scale, how would she act right now? Or how would he act right now? If I was somebody who no longer obsessed about food, would they get the low calorie option? Or would they get the option that they truly desire? Okay, we, we start embodying this person now so that we, we get accustomed to this new identity. And that's how we slowly start to bridge the gap between the struggle that we're in, the identity that we're in, and who we wanna become, right? We almost have to like pretend our way there. And it seems kind of weird, and I'm sure that nobody really tells you this, but it's the truth. Whenever you're starting something new, whenever you're starting a new role or a new job, or, you know, again, a, a life event, it doesn't feel like you at first. And you have to be brave. You have to put that fear aside temporarily and just embody that version. Okay, this person who's no longer binging or emotionally eating, mm, yeah, they would meet their needs in a really self-serving way. And they would, they would move on. Okay, how do I do that? Let's do it. The second block to your healing journey is the fear of the unknown. Again, we like certainty. Our minds, our egos like to know what's going on. That's why routine feels good. That's why COVID has been a shit show. <laughs> Nobody has had certainty. And so I'm sure that your, your nervous system, like I literally have my hand raised right now, but I'm sure if you guys are all in front of me, you'd be raising your hand too because our nervous systems are like freaking out. We, we feel our, and we're experiencing so much anxiety because we don't know what's coming, right? And we don't know what our, the next day will bring. It's really difficult to settle and, and to find like a calmness and, and a stillness within your system. So especially when it comes to food in your body, okay? We, we're so afraid that the next day is going to bring something worse off than now. Okay, so for instance, um, let's say you're really starting to to heal and you're really tackling on or maybe the, the word that you subscribe to is recovery, right? You're really recovering from, you know, your disorder or your struggle, whatever you again, resonates with you. You are so deeply afraid that choosing recovery or choosing healing is going to be worse than right now. But ask yourself, is it really going to be? There is a reason that you were listening to this podcast. There is a reason that you were even contemplating recovering or healing. So there's a reason. Something's not working. Something's not good. So you're not happy, right? 
So are you truly afraid of the unknown? Do you really think that the future is going to be that much worse than the cycle that you're currently in right now? Go to the end of the line, really think it through. Can you use the blank slate of the unknown to tap into creativity or opportunity or expansion or, oh my God, what if I pretend, like what if instead of thinking of all the worst case scenarios of like, oh my God, healing my relationship with food means I'm going to gain a thousand pounds and whatever. People are going to not like me. That's probably the root of it all, right? I'm going to be so out of control with food. I'm never going to be in a, in a good or, or intuitive place. Maybe that's your fear. But instead of going to the worst case scenario, how could you imagine like the best case scenario? How can we attune our systems and, and really go there in our minds? Hmm. Hmm. What would it be like if, if I chose to heal, if I chose recovery? What if in a year from now, I get to wake up and no longer only think about what I ate last night? and no longer think about calories. What if I get to think about whatever the hell I want to think about? Ooh, what would I think about? What excites me? What are my passions? Like, what do I want to do in this world? Because right now, I don't have any men mental real estate to do that. Like, how much could I create with all this time, energy to myself? And this taps into the third and final block that you're having right now. You have this fear of being wrong. Okay, let's say, let's say you start this healing journey and you're like, nope, it's not worth it. Not worth it. You always reserve the right to change your mind. You always reserve the right to change your mind. And I'm not saying this as, as, as a way to, to be like a cop out, you know? I, I'm saying this as like, okay, I remember when I started my healing journey, because once you start, guys, it's you really start to, to figure out, it, ah, this is worth it, it ah, really is. But I remember at first, I, I, I couldn't like box myself in. So I'm like, you know what? I might as well try this whole healing thing. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, fine. I can always go back to, the, to my disorder. I always said that to myself. The worst case scenario is I just, stop. The ironic thing about this is, like, again, I'm not saying this as, as a way to, to make you half choose, because I don't want you to do that. But what I do want, we don't want to create like such boxes in our in our minds and our egos, because then we're afraid to even start in the first place. So if we create a little bit of space, and a little bit of, of room for, for figuring it out, you know, sometimes we take two steps forward, two steps forward, and sometimes we take one step back. The thing is, we're never wrong. Whether you choose one thing, whether you choose another thing, it doesn't matter. The only wrong thing to do is to not choose, to stay stuck in limbo. And I, I, I mean that with all of my heart. Whether you go right, whether you go left, it ultimately doesn't matter because you will figure it out. And you will get to where you are meant to go regardless. But what happens is that this block comes up. We're so afraid of being wrong. We're so afraid that we're not going to be able to handle our body once we start healing or not be able to handle what our anxiety or whatever the fear is underneath that. So we don't even try. We think we're going to hate ourselves so much more. 
But the crazy thing is, as you begin to heal your relationship to food in your body, your, your, your worth, one, no longer stems from your body. Okay, I mean that. So it's, it starts to, to um, weigh so heavily on you. No, no pun intended there. But it, you, you really start to, to love yourself for other reasons. You really do. You're not going to hate yourself more. <laughs> You're not. You will not hate yourself for trying. And the best thing about healing your relationship, and I guess the way that we can really hack this last fear of being wrong is, I guess, like I said before, you're never wrong. Only if you don't choose, that's when you're wrong. But let's say you choose one way to heal. Let's say you decide to tackle, I don't know. Okay, let, for instance, let's say that you are struggling with exercise addiction. I know the love of my followers do. So you need to, or you're, you're choosing to, to slow down the exercise because it's not helping you. It's not benefiting your body. And maybe your mental capacity right now is just like obsessed with exercise, moving. Okay. Well, you can choose to slow down or choose different movements or take a break entirely. Your fear there is, oh my God, I won't be able to handle it. Or, oh my goodness, I need to exercise to, to be okay in the morning, to conquer my anxiety. Here's the funny thing, guys. Our beliefs are limited to our experience. So as we experience more, we get to allow our beliefs to shift. What you believe to be true about yourself today will be entirely different in three years. Think about who you were three years ago. Do you carry the same beliefs? The same statements and thoughts about yourselves, even the same identities. Think about how different the situation that you're in currently is. So the reason I say this is, okay, if you are struggling with that exercise addiction, you might surprise yourself. It might be tough, it might be tough at first, but what if, as you heal through that, the place you get to is so much better? It feels good to move, you appreciate it. Or you realize you hate exercise and you've been forcing yourself to do something that doesn't serve you. And if anything, just takes away from your sleep or your energy and where it could be put in elsewhere, fueling whatever else that you are meant to do in this world. So again, there is no wrong, guys. We're so afraid of being wrong. We can always change our minds. We can always change our minds. Our minds like to think that we make a decision and that's like all or nothing. And it's all or everything or whatever, black and white. But as we know, just like with food and calories and all of that stuff, there is no such thing as black and white. There's not. So how can we take this and use this to our advantage as we decide to heal, to shift, to transform? You guys are so much more capable than you realize, truly. Allow yourself to surprise yourself. Like, oh my goodness, who could you possibly be in six months? 
like really think, get creative, just tap into that, that possibility. Because you're so much stronger than you realize. You really are. You just have to start somewhere and take a step and then another step and another and another and another and every single step of that journey, all the little steps in between, there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot. But every single step, keep embodying the version of the next step. Keep asking yourself, is the next step any worse than where I am right now? And remember, that God forbid, you can always take one step backwards. You really can. <sighs> so with that, that is all that I have to say today. I hope you guys are having a beautiful, beautiful Thursday. And as always, reach out to me, DM me, and let me know your thoughts on this episode. I'm always here to support you. I'm sending you so much love. And just remember, everything is working out exactly for you. So start figuring out how you can use that to your advantage. Okay, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Let's Get Um podcast. One quick thing before you go. If this episode brought you added value, insight, or inspiration, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could help spread the word of my podcast and my mission. If you could please write a five-star review and share this on Instagram, I would be forever grateful. Make sure to tag me so I can personally thank you. And if you screenshot your review and DM it to me, I will enter you in a raffle to win a completely free one-on-one -on -one breakthrough coaching session with me. Yep, that is a $150 value, completely free. So what are you waiting for? I'll talk to you soon. Until next time, let's get on.